my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to keep track of what you're waiting on. Even when the metaphorical ball is in someone else's court, you might want to keep your eye on that ball. This can keep you from dropping the ball when it winds up heading back toward you. Often in collaborations, we can't complete a task we're responsible for until someone else does their part. We pass our part on to the next person and count on them to pass it back to us on time. But things don't always go as planned, and it's easy to forget things once they are no longer actively in your workflow. Let's say you need to submit a report to a funder and you're waiting on the executive director to approve your draft. He promises to get it back to you by Monday. There's nothing more you can do until you get the edits, so you move on to another project. Then the next Friday, when the report is due, you realize with some panic that you never got anything back. And this can happen in our personal lives, too. Refunds don't get processed. Ordered items don't show up on time. But if they're not top of mind, you don't realize they're late. To avoid this, it's helpful to realize that anticipate X can be a task, just like any other task. Set a reminder for what you need to be on the lookout for, whenever you need to look for it. So if you are waiting on feedback from Lisa, make an entry on your calendar or planner for the appropriate date saying, anticipate feedback from Lisa. If this date is more than a week in the future, you might want to add some context so future you isn't confused. Anticipate slides from Kathleen, see April 5 meeting notes, or anticipate John's decision, see March 15th email exchange. Your notes will refresh your memory about the project status. For projects where your next steps after receiving the item will take some work, go ahead and block off time in your calendar so you are ready to do your part. If you are anticipating edits on Monday, for instance, you can block off Tuesday morning for revising your draft. Now, this may or may not happen according to plan, but the upside of having your time blocked off is that it can provide a nudge to the other person or at least a reason to remind them if you are concerned. Hi, Lisa, you might write. I've blocked off time on Tuesday to edit with your revisions. Let me know if that's going to work or if I should choose a different time. Now, presumably, Lisa doesn't want to be a bottleneck, so she will do something with this information. 
If she doesn't, well, of course, you won't sit there twiddling your thumb should she not get her work back by then. We always need to have an option B. But this can help you make a strategic plan. And when things don't arrive on time, well, you now know that this has happened. And you know to reach out. Hey, we talked about that contract going out today. I don't see it in my inbox yet. Could you please let me know when that will happen? Of course, this all assumes you know when to anticipate an item. If you don't, just ask your colleague. When do you plan to send me this document? I'd like to know so I can schedule time for my part once I receive it. Hopefully they will let you know. If they can't, or if you don't have an opportunity to have this conversation, just make your best guess. Then when that date rolls around, you can adjust either by following up or by making a new anticipating calendar item for the future. The key is that there is always a note about what you are anticipating so that you are periodically reminded of the project status and don't lose track of the project while it's on someone else's desk. Now, I do recognize that all this is kind of annoying, especially for the reliable, punctual people who listen to productivity podcasts like this one. Imagine that. The world doesn't always do exactly what it says it will, when it will. But the good news is that this process requires very little effort. Literally, you just write or type anticipating and then the thing on your calendar or planner. But it is a total game changer for ensuring that projects don't go hopelessly off course. Sometimes there is nothing you can do. I'm waiting on some documents right now that, well, the anticipated time has come and gone. But at least I know it's outstanding. I haven't forgotten, even though I'm not actively dealing with it. In some cases, that is the best we can hope for. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.